Greetings, friends. I am Hazel Archer Ginsberg, expanding out from my reverse ritual website to live into the spoken word. So thanks for, for tuning in to I Think Speech. So dear brothers and sisters, today on Thanksgiving 2020, we continue to explore this idea which we started in the first episode of joining together to co-create a collective thought form of goodwill, a key call to unlock and call forth the powers on the inner planes to enlist their aid for the healing of the world and for the co-creation of our highest destiny. So to further explain this working that we can do together, let's look at what this positive group energy can be from a spiritual scientific point of view. So an egregore is a group thought form and when intentionally created becomes a kind of entity with the power to help and influence. And it comes from a Greek word meaning watcher, a thought form created by will and visualization. A group egregore is the distinctive energy of a specific group who are working together, creating and building the same thought form or, or energy form. So other definitions really say that it's this energized astral form produced consciously or unconsciously by human agency. So we're going to look at, at both of those and, of course, try to be conscious. You know, in particular, it's like this, this strongly characterized form, usually like an archetypal image, produced by the imaginative and emotional energies of a group collectively. So you could sort of picture it as this like shape, this astral shape that deliberately is formated, for, formulated to, to carry a specific force. So really, any symbolic pattern that, that has served as a focus for human emotion and energy will build up as an egregore of its own over time. And the more energy that's put into the pattern, the more potent the egregore that forms around it will be. So you can see the, the, a great example, the gods and goddesses, right, of every religion, culture, past, present, future, are at the centers of vast egregores charged with specific kinds of power. So this power is defined by and contacted through the traditional symbolism of the deity in question. So in the, in the Hebrew tradition, an egregore is considered an angel, which can you know, be on either one of the sides of the different camps. It can be a fallen angel as well as faithful ones. And the Hebrew word also translates to mean watcher. Interesting, huh? So you can find this concept. It appears in the Book of Enoch, for instance. So we see that any group with a common purpose, like a family, a club, a political party, a church, or, or even a country can create an egregore, right? 
for better or worse, depending upon the type of thought that created it. So it makes me beg the question, are we caught up now in a global egregore of fear? Yeah. You know, the, the ancient Tibetan concept, tulpa, means emanation or manifestation. It's this uh, a being that's created through thought power, a type of willed, supersensible helper. So theosophists, you know, were talking about this. They brought the idea of the thought form to the, the modern public mind. But Rosicrucians have been using it, you know, as a powerful tool for centuries as part of their training, building a cosmic energy field for healing. So in Rosicrucianism, we are taught that whenever we meditate, pray, study a sacred image, or create an inspiring work of science, art, or literature, we radiate into space positive thoughts and emotions which benefit all other members and humanity in general. So through concentration exercises, we can build thought forms in the astral world where we can meet in spirit. In Anthroposophy, this is the, the modern renewal of Rosicrucianism, of course, we call it a group soul. Not sure what the German word is. Maybe somebody can out there can let me know. But we talk about it like a, we call it a group soul or the or the spirit of place. So we're we're adding to this collective energy whenever we practice any kind of exercise, a meditation that Rudolf Steiner gave us. And I, you know, when I read his work, I I feel like I am on a path laid out for me through the guidance of of the great initiates. And yes, our goal, dear friends, is to become a true human being by co-creating a new Christic group soul, one united with the impulses from the being of love. So this egregore that we can create, it, it extends beyond the usual limits of space-time to include those across the threshold. So in other words, we're, we're building karmic bonds, not only with each other, and also with beings aligned with love and light in the spiritual world, our beloved dead as well. So what are some, some of the other terms, we, we, more modern terms of this, this use of this word egregore, group consciousness, <clears throat> zekite, right? Or, or morphic fields are some ways to describe this. So it's, it's a psychic astral entity that we create, hopefully consciously, and, and it will continue as long as thought energy feeds it. So egregores can be kept alive when new generations add their thought energy to the entity. <laughs> we can think about yeah, Santa Claus or the Easter Bunny or the Spirit of Christmas. These are all egregores, right? Just like the devil or the grim reaper. You know, it really makes me think about, uh, I don't know if, if you've read uh, Neil Gaiman's book, American Gods. 
he he really shows this concept. He shows how these gods were in peril of fading away because modern people were not giving them their thought energy. Interesting. And yeah, we see it all the time in, in fads, right? In popular culture, we, we, we have these fads, this temporary, very potent egregore. And these principles are potently used in advertising, for sure, in the media, and you know, often take the form of repeated messages over and over. We hear the same thing. And this becomes propaganda, mind control. Right? We hear it over and over again. It must be true. <laughs> it, it influences the masses on a subconscious level. So, yeah, in the case of a negative egregore, I mean, Adolf Hitler, perfect example. He used this subconscious hatred and anger that, that lives in people to create a demonic entity that caused world destruction. Yeah, so this this mob, lynch mob mentality, it's a perfect example. You know, and, and even a, a relatively small group can create an egregore, and their psychic energy can spread to the crowd who mindlessly follow. And the crowd egregore arises quickly. So it's passion. It carries the crowd. But because the crowd is not an organized, stable group with intention, the, quote, demon is usually quickly dissipated. Although we see cases where it, it, uh, it doesn't dissipate. Huh? Wall Street, I think that's a, a prime example of this kind of, of crowd mentality. I mean, you know, you hear the, the term coined by Adam Smith, the phrase, the invisible hand, right? Look it up if you don't know. It's, it's quite interesting. It, and it basically fosters the corruption of the 1%. And everybody just opts into it, right? So anyone involved in a group, whatever kind of group it is, will be affected by the egregore of the group. As a psychic entity, the egregore exists between the material and the spiritual worlds and is connected to both. So it's a, it's a creation of the objectives and intentions, like I said, of this group mind and exists as a connection, it can, to the divine or, as mentioned, to evil. So for those that, that reach for a spiritual connection, the egregore assists and, and facilitates that connection. And this process is intensified through a conscious initiation process, which is designed to open the mind to the spiritual through this group being. Now, the power of the egregore can help to sustain a group, and it increases over time through the repeated actions of its members. So, you know, people that are doing daily affirmations, you know, collective study, uh, things like the cycle of the festival life, anything done consistently can really help build it up. So the egregore, it, it can, it raises its members from the material world and connects them to the divine, or in the case of a negative thought form, to the depths of human depravity. 
That's why I cannot stress enough that it is so important to not get caught up in the current miasma of fear that seeks to block us from our true connection to the spirit. Now, as I talked about in the the first episode, Dionne Fortune, a prominent British occultist and author, gathered her followers in Britain together for a psychic war against Germany. Fortune invoked ancient spirits pledged to protect Britain, including King Arthur, Merlin, the Archangel Michael, and St. George, to create a protective egregore. So the shores of the British Isles, where all the sacred sites are, were never invaded despite the immense power of the Nazi war machine. So when you think about this idea of, okay, so Germany was defeated and then this Nazi egregore gradually began to fade because there were no more masses feeding it and people were, were, were working to redeem themselves. So in time, when the emotions and, and feelings that were feeding an egregore disappear, the group being slowly dissolves. <laughs> and yet it can rise up again, as we've seen in the, the neo-Nazis. Yeah? Now, it's interesting to think about egregores, how they can attach themselves to, to places, to buildings. Right? Ancient cathedrals are, are often known for their, for their healing power or supersensible connections to the unseen worlds. Caves, right, where, where ancients used to worship, have become the object of pilgrimages. So these locality-based egregores can be fed with emotion and intent for hundreds of years by local residents and, and pilgrims. And of course, examples of, of negative energies can be found in battlefields, for instance, in sites of massacres, which it's obvious you, you go there, it invokes dread. So friends, it's, it really seems to me that the world is, it's under a spell of an unconscious negative egregore right now that feeds on our fear and anxiety. Yeah, it's, it's global, but here at home, it's, it's obvious that the, the spirit of America has turned from this beautiful image of, of the Native American personification of the dove of peace, right? We call her Columbia. It's been changed into this grotesque visage of Uncle Sam. Yeah? So what do you say, friends? Do you feel called to break that spell? We have the choice to create positive thought forms together, to consciously rise in our thinking, to collectively build a cognitive imagination of powerful beings like Michael and Christ Sophia, embracing us with their, their love and light to co-create a healing, protective egregore, a watcher to work with our highest intentions for the evolution of humanity, that the earth may become a star. Dear friends, please take this to heart. In, in our next episode, we will get more specific about what we can do together. So for now, I'll just, I'll leave you with this poem. 
And then one day it happens. The pattern breaks. A healing happens. Just when you think the pain is phantomless, swallowing all light, a crack in the sheen of obsidian opens the hollow inside, allowing a trace of fresh-born stars to trail over tears and apply hope to the color palette of the future. Blessings, dear friends. This is Hag, sending infinite love and gratitude your way on this Thanksgiving day. Peace.